The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking to Marley Jacks, who is the founder of the VIP Code. You've probably seen her speaking on stage at Funnel Hacking Live, sharing the stage with the likes of Tony Robbins, working with Damon John, and you probably know her as the queen of YouTube. She's over there running a multi-seven-figure business, and today we're talking about what do you do in those eerie, terrifying hours and moments after you close the cart after a big launch, when you're all a bit like, oh, what should we, what, what, uh, what should we do now? That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Before we get into that, if you would like our list of the top 10 books we recommend to improve your email marketing, and oddly enough, they're mostly not email marketing books, you can grab that whole list. It's one of the resources you'll find over at emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash resources. So go and check it out. Do that, do that, do that. So he won't switch to an Android phone because he wouldn't know where anything is. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple. And he'd rather have an appetizer than a dessert because he's got terrible taste. It's psychological mind reader Kennedy. It's all about the apple appetizer. And it's an appetizer. It's about the appetizer too. What's your What's your dream appetizer then? Do you know what I, mean? I could go, like, you know, you go for like Indian food. I could have appetizers rather than a main course, like all night long. Appetizers for days. Appetizers for days. That's what I've got. Rob, the great thing about using Android is you don't have to use iTunes. That's all I'm <laughs> Hello, this is the show where we give you course creators, coaches and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business with a brand new episode just like this one every email marketing Wednesday. Dude, 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 you need to drop this email marketing Wednesday thing. It's just Wednesday. It's not going to catch up. It's email. It's a, give it its full name. If you look back in the days of when the folk who sat down and thought, right, we've got seven days, we've got to name each one. You, know, you think naming your course is hard. Somebody in the back in the beginning of the time was like, right, people are going to be using these names forever. Right, Monday. That's good. So email marketing Wednesday, full name. It's not go. happening. Uh, this week's episode is sponsored by ResponseSuite.com, our survey, quiz, and application form tool that we built to integrate with your marketing systems to make you more sales. You can take that for a 14-day trial for just $1 by going to ResponseSuite.com. Now, Kennedy, Marley, I've got three statements to give you about Marley here, and uh, you've got to try and guess which one is true without looking at her face because she might give it away. So oh. which of these things is true about Marley? Did she once loan money to a shark from TV's Shark Tank? Does she change her favourite colour four times a year? Or is she allergic to oranges? Oh, no! How have you done such a good job of this? You're the worst. Oh, no. Because Molly and I are really good friends and I feel like I should know this. Um, uh, does she change her favourite colour four times a year? No, she's all about black and gold. Everything of hers is black and gold. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's that. She could be allergic to oranges. Um, I think she once loaned money to a shark. That's the most outrageous one. So I'm going to go with, Marley, did you loan some money for, I think it's going to be some bizarre reason, to a shark from TV Shark Tank? It was a pretty bizarre reason. So a company that I worked for, we had hired Barbara Corcoran to speak at an event. 
and she flew in from New York and she forgot her wallet. Wow, because they have different currency in New York, don't they? No. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> Canada. Yeah, well, yeah, in that case, wow. So you had to load, oh, that's great. Oh, do you need $10? That's great. That's yeah. what we need to do. That's the trick, isn't it? Forget your wallet when yeah. you go somewhere. Yeah. And then it will bail you out. I love it. Actually, I used to do that when we used to walk down from our old office to lunch. I would always forget my wallet. Oopsie. And then the fish and chips was on Kennedy. Always, always. That's how we roll. You're really prolific at launching and creating great new programs, right? And one of the things that we, if anybody's ever done a launch, whether it's your, of your membership site or a new coaching program, a new course, like you launch it and you spend all those days getting people excited, laying the groundwork and you open the cart and you, and you get excited and you intensify and then you close the cart. And then we have that moment where the cart's closed. So we're now thinking, shit, what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to say right now? And that's a bit of an icky moment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, well, what do I do? Do you just like fall off the face of the earth? Do you just ghost them? Right, right. I mean, because also I think you as the business owner, you're thinking, right, I need to serve the people who have bought because they've invested to that next level. They've put some level of cash down or, or made, some, made some kind of equipment. So it, it understand, it's understandable that we want to go in there and we want to count our pennies and we also want to serve those people. But we are leaving a whole pile of cash on the table and so what do you do? What's actually your strategy for the cart closed? Now what? I like to think of the value ladder as almost like a choose your own adventure. Of course, inside of a webinar or an email or whatever, you should typically just have the one call to action because you can confuse people. If you have too many, then they're like, do I take this? Do I take this? So let's say if we have a big launch, we have the closed cart. Um, let's say it ends like Friday at midnight. May have We have all those emails counting down and encouraging and adding in more bonuses and urgency and scarcity, all that. Friday night, close cart, it's over. The worst thing you can do is now like ghost them from here because you've just been like encouraging them this whole time. So what we do is the next day after close cart, we send an email that says um, like, hey, you, you didn't sign up and we know that you didn't sign up for one of two reasons. The first reason, maybe it's because you just, you aren't ready. You aren't ready financially. You aren't ready emotionally. You're not ready to just take that leap. And maybe you want more time with us so we can support you along that. We'd love to invite you to, and if it's like, for example, for us, we do challenges. We'd love for you to take the challenge with us again, or we'd love for you to come into this thing that's like lower ticket, uh, an easier investment. And this way we can support you to getting to X, Y, Z goal. The second reason you probably didn't sign up is because maybe you actually want something more. Maybe you want more one-on-one access. Maybe you want more done for you support and templates and to be able to accelerate your growth in a much more hands-on way. I totally get it. And lucky for you, I have 10 spots available in this program that will give you XYZ results. Click here for more information. And that sends them to an application page, which an awesome which, with an awesome like sizzle reel, VSL, and application. I mean, that's like the opposite of what most of us intuitively want to do. And I know we were talking before we hit record on this episode. That's the opposite of some standard advice that's been dished out a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. I think what's interesting is, uh, do you like dish all of that out in an email and say, right, that's the details? Or do you use like a really short email to grab their attention and then send them to a page that spells out those sort of possibilities? 
yeah. So in the email, we say like, you know, reason number one is because you maybe weren't ready for, for financially, emotionally, here's something else that you could take. That's like lower ticket. Number two, maybe you want something more. Here's a link to an application page, which something higher ticket. So like the link to the lower ticket, of course, that's the sales page for that thing where they can get more information. The link to the application for something higher ticket, they get all the details on there. I think what's really interesting, just to pick up on what Kennedy said before about, you know, once we've closed the cart, we feel like we now need to go and serve the people who are in the program because they bought during the launch. Well, the funny thing is that they bought during the launch and therefore they're not going to receive any of this bit. And so they, they wouldn't know what you, whether you were sending anything else or not. So like, it doesn't feel like you're taking away from what they've bought in any sense. Like, this is cool. They're going through the process of the thing they've just bought now. So now the rest of those people, in fact, we've just come out of this, not from not from doing our own launch, but from uh, promoting something else in, as an affiliate. And the minute that was out, of the way we did the big close it closes at 10 p.m that's when it closed the price goes up now the bonuses go away now that's that done we actually had the conversation and said right so we'll just um you know we'll just sort of send them a couple of emails for a couple of days not really talk about very much just give you know give a little bit of a story and a hint and a tip and then we'll you know and then we'll start promoting something else in maybe a few days time but actually the opportunity here really is to dive in deeper and say okay great well you didn't buy that for whatever reason um or you know now what do we do so i think this is such a powerful thing to be able to do it uses that psychological principle of like because doesn't it like because you didn't buy therefore you want something cheaper you want something less commitment you want something i mean this is the bit something that, different <laughs> yeah something different like this didn't just rock your boat at all that didn't light you up but i think the most amazing ambitious thing that that about this which is just typical of you marley is to say they might want to spend more and i would yeah. never like never i would never ever ever have come up with the idea of saying Give them an opportunity to spend more money. Because we all, I think when we're selling our courses, we go, oh, but I just made my little course and, you know, it's just my my knowledge and we take it all for granted and they didn't buy that. So it's got to be that it was too expensive. What if it's not that it was too expensive? What if it was too cheap? And they go, I mean, we recently, here's an example. Recently, we were looking for an agency to take something on for us and they were like, hey, do you want to buy this course? We were like, no, we don't want it. We don't want to learn how to do this. We want somebody to do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People are either going to spend more money than time or time than money, depending on where they're at. Like the value ladder, if they, if they are like, I don't have the time to implement this, they're more willing to spend the money to just have it done for them because they know the return in that. Yeah. So do you make this happen over a period of days? Is it like one email you send and hope for the best or is it like a multi-day thing? And how does that look? Yeah, we do. So our closed cart, let's say our closed cart on a Friday, we do like three days of upsell emails to then redirect them back to, hey, go apply for this thing. Because, you know, obviously the course, the one-time payment course wasn't uh, the right fit for you. And then we do like, yeah, three three days of closed cart for the high ticket. And then after that, we'll do three or four days of a low ticket closed cart now to either like bring them back to do the challenge again or bring them back to like a lower ticket product. It's awesome. It's awesome. Now, I know one of the things you, you're really really into and really smart at is looking at moving people you've got this great phrase hello to high ticket flipping great phrase mm -hmm. right if someone's listening right now and going right i've got my course that's great and high ticket for me i mean it's like you've gone off piste but i want to know what the just the, the the cliff notes um are if someone's thinking i really would like to add a high ticket item in what would you say in today's world is a simple to get going fast out of the tracks way of adding a high ticket item into our funnels 
honestly, I feel like most people already have everything they need to sell high ticket. It's just their delivery. I had a, a client of mine that she makes six figures a year from her MLM business. And she wanted to turn into a course because people have this idea that I can sell a course. It'll just be passive. When you build it, they will come. And so she built this course and I was like, this is awesome. You're giving them all the tools that help that you use to help you build a six figure MLM business. How much are you going to sell it for? And she was like, I was thinking like 397. And I was like, that's it. Like you're teaching them what you did to build a six figure business. And if you can get them like 2X, 5X, 10X the result, you should be charging accordingly. And also people need to invest emotionally and invest financially. Like if you get something for free, like I've gotten so many free plus shipping books that I probably haven't actually opened it. But I I also know a guy that sells a book for like a thousand dollars. And I read that thing front and back multiple times. Uh, (laughs) So if you, if you price yourself expensively affordable, they will actually, when people pay, they pay attention. So with her, I was like, you have everything like this, this course that you've made, you could also add in like a weekly coaching call. You can also add in maybe like a Q and a session. You could also add in some templates and stuff and you could, you could double or triple your price there even more like that 397 course should be 10,000. If she's teaching people how to make a hundred thousand, doesn't that make sense to say like, if I teach you how to make a hundred thousand, would you be willing to give me 10% to teach you how to do that? Seems, seems reasonable. And from the clients you speak with, what what is the main reason they don't do that? Is it not knowing? Is it actually just having the courage? Is it, what? where is that sort of missing piece? I think a lot of it is like giving themselves the permission of like, oh, will people, will people pay for this? Or it's the fear of losing that revenue opportunity. Like they, they think, well, I'll just price it at something that's easy thinking maybe people will, it's more affordable to pay 397 instead of 10,000. But I actually have to argue with that, that if you think that pricing yourself cheap or even free can reach more people, you'll reach more people by putting a dollar sign in front of what you do. Because like I said, when people pay more, they pay more attention. I would rather have like a small handful of $10,000 clients who are invested and they're getting the results than like hundreds of, you know, $10 clients. Mm. Mm, I love it. Love it. Love it. This closed cart campaign sounds like something that might start to get people replying because obviously we, we love it when people reply to our emails. It's good for our delivery. It's good for everything else. But also it's just generally interesting to, whilst it doesn't sound massively scalable, it's interesting to start to absorb people's general feedback about stuff. So I'm interested to know, does that, um, does that closed cart campaign result in conversations by email you know for people who who say oh well this sounds good but i've just you know the people who just got questions rather than filling in the application form for the high ticket thing and going down that route they just want to ask some questions so does it but it does it generally lead to conversations as well that end up being profitable yeah definitely we don't get as many conversations about the low ticket because it's low ticket that it's not much of a purchase decision that they less resistance they'll just sign right up for it for the higher ticket where they have to go through an application, there's always the like, how much does it cost? Well, great, like apply so that we can also learn what you need and tell you the price on the phone. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, or people saying like, is this for me because I have this, this, this? And we're like, that's, you know, we can give them a quick answer, but be like, we'd love to have a call with you to actually 
dive into more of those questions on a call. So yeah, we, we get some responses or people just go straight to the application and book a call. I love it. And what's, let's not forget the fact that this is great for a live launch. If you've got, you've just come off the back of a challenge, which Marley's fabulous at, or whatever kind of launch you're doing, it could be a PLF, it, any kind of launch that you're doing, but this could also be any automated launch. This could be part of your automation so that after you've done a bunch of sequences, which are all promoting that one thing, the next sequence could be like a, a cleanup sequence, which is like, ah, oh, that offer has closed. Maybe you've got some like evergreen, we use a, a tool called deadline funnels to make our, to make our, our, uh, offers expire and stuff that automatically and truly de- genuinely expire. Cause that's important. But then what's the next thing you do after that? Like this does not just apply to, oh, I, I never do a live launch. If you've got automations in place and you, you've got these different, these different campaigns running side by side, that offer expires at some point, probably. Well, this is a great way of allowing people to do the choose your own adventure and go, actually, this is the thing I need. If you just sell me this damn thing, I'll buy it. I'll get the help that I need. And you win because you grow your business. And I win because I get the solution I need. And this is great. Yeah. I can imagine sticking on this on the back end of an evergreen webinar or basically anything that you're doing like that. Do you put any kind of time-bound urgency on the follow-up on this campaign about would you like to be in this thing? Would you like to probably not with the low ticket thing? I guess that's going to be open all the time, but like, do you do anything at all there? Uh, not so much for the low ticket, like you said, but for the higher ticket, we say we only have so many spots. Okay. So you put a scarcity in there rather than urgency. That makes, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Wow. This is flipping brilliant. I knew it was going to be great. And this is absolutely brilliant. So I, I've got no more questions on this. Rob, have you got any more questions on this? Cause I'm just like, can we just go and build it out now in key? No, is there anything we haven't asked that you think actually that would be really valuable to add in here or is that is that everything? That's, I mean, it, it, we put this in every single campaign that we do and I love that you pulled out that like this could be for something evergreen as well. Like if you have an automated webinar where you say like, you know, the car closes in five days, depending on when you first landed on that webinar, um, it's it works for everything and it gives them that choose your own adventure option. Cause sometimes people don't want a course. Maybe they want something done for them. Maybe they want a higher ticket coaching program. They want um, speed. They want something that's going to get them the result faster. Or maybe they just want a checklist for $7 so they can actually start to trust you and take that first step. Maybe, I mean, that's always the option, but yeah, that ascension, I think is absolutely lovely. With that said, let's get into this week's subject line of the week, subject line of the week. Okay, Marley Jacks, tell us your subject line of the week. Okay, so when when we have, you know, that urgency, time is time is running out, that's what we put in our subject line. Time is running out. But instead I really like putting emojis in my copy and my subject lines. So I put time, clap emoji is clap emoji running, clap emoji out. So it's like time is running out. <laughs> it's it's the most Marley Jacks you could be. Let's be honest. Uh, I want to be, I want t-shirts which are be more Jacks. You know, that, that's just, oh. that's that, that is just the best. So, so time clap emoji is clap emoji, running clap emoji out. Um, why do you think it works so well though? Because I mean, it's, it's really different. I think it's just, it's almost, <laughs> it's sassy. Um, it's not like the typical, uh, open this to find out this it's kind of just i don't know i think it shows some personality and some flavor i love it absolutely love it. that's this week's subject line of the week subject line of the week marley for people who want to find out more about you and everything you're doing tell us where do we go 
Yeah. Um, MarleyJacks.com. Also come join me on YouTube, youtube.com slash MarleyJacks and Instagram.com slash MarleyJacks. I respond to all my DMs personally there. So if you're ever like, how do I actually get in touch with her? Instagram is the best place. It's the place. Uh, <laughs> we've got a story about an Instagram conversation, which uh, if you ever see Marley or I, uh, ask about the time that I really put my foot in my mouth in a conversation with Marley. Uh, she's she's gone, what was that? We'll, we'll, we'll remind each other about it after, <laughs> after this. Um, but anyway, if you want to come and talk about uh, this stuff, how you apply this to your business with your particular offers, do definitely come and join us in our free Facebook group over at, well, search Facebook for the Email Marketing Show community. Or if a browser is handier than Facebook, then just put into the browser robandkennedy.group and that will forward you over by the magics of the internet. That's it. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. See ya. Bye, everybody.